You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Lakers for Tuesday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. Um, want to let you know that today's show brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Andy, Tuesday is the official beginning of Russell Westbrook, uh, the Russell Westbrook era in L.A. He's being introduced at the uh, facility in El Segundo Tuesday afternoon, and um, the, the experience begins today officially yeah stoked to see this man it, it, we don't know yet whether this is going to be like the next championship in the making we don't know if this is going to be the next oh wow that did not turn out uh incarnation of the lakers ex- as we expected because there's been a few but either way we know it ain't going to be boring no this is not, not. going to be boring these next two years um so to joining us today to kind of break this down because there Westbrook to the Lakers has got to be one of the most fascinating trades that the NBA has seen in a long time uh and the Russell Westbrook experience is its own deal and so to talk about it Ed Oliver he's the host of Locked on Wizards you can find him on YouTube as well uh just go search for Washington football uh Ed Oliver Washington football or Ed Oliver Wizards and you get to his stuff uh, Ed thanks so much for coming on man it's it's, uh, it's great to meet you great to have you on Thanks for having me on, guys. So kind of break this down for us, because what I, I was telling um, Pete Zayas, I responded in our, you know, Laker film room, uh, Laker fans know him really well, that one of the things that I think is really cool for Lakers fans is the opportunity to see Westbrook for 82 games or you know 75 or whatever it turns out to be over the course of the year, because he's one of those dudes to me who doesn't really translate to TV. Having seen him live and all that, um, He's he's a whole other deal when you're watching him every day. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a crazy experience seeing Russell Westbrook in a wizard jersey. It was something that I never thought I would see. Um, it started out a little. It was rough to start off. He had he had a quad injury. Uh, he was really bad from the free throw line. He's never been a great three point shooter, so you know he was the same guy from the three point line. But um, we were bad. I mean, the Wizards were really bad in that first half of the season. I think we, we started out with this. We started off 0 and 4. Might have been 0 and 5. Uh, Russ, Russ, Russ was bad at the beginning of the season. It, it was rough to it was rough to watch. And then after the All Star break, uh, he went on a tear. I mean, the guy gets triple doubles in the first half. In the first uh, 15 minutes of the game, he'll have a triple double. Uh, you won't even know about it. And then he broke Oscar Robertson Oscar Robertson's record for triple doubles. So we celebrated that. And uh, he, had, he had an MVP caliber season in that second half of the year. He, he really – he got an all-NBA – he got an MVP vote. And uh, he really was close to making an all-NBA third team. I mean, the guy – we wouldn't have made the playoffs if it wasn't for Russell Westbrook. We made the playing game. Then we made the playoffs. And uh, he had some, some crazy games where he took over. And he was blocking shots. He was a leader on the team. He, he helped uh, Rui Hachimura develop a little bit. Rui Hachimura called him sensei because he was such a great leader. Um, so yeah, there's going to be some ups. Russ is going to frustrate you for sure. He's going to take some some ill-advised shots. He's gonna he's going to take some some threes in the fourth quarter that you you don't want to see. And he's going to turn the ball over. He's going to make some crazy plays, but at the same time, for for five mistakes, he's going to give you ten great plays. So you, there's going to be some head scratching moves. You, you talked about the second half versus the first half with Russ, and also really the Wizards in general. You know that that season really was a tale of two halves with with mm-hmm. Russ in particular. 
what was different that you saw in him that that started either translating personally with his play or with the overall team play that, that worked so much better? Yeah, in the first half, he could barely even dunk. And that was weird because we know Russ is known for his athleticism. He's the probably the most athletic point guard in the history of the NBA. Uh, I think you could definitely argue that. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and he wasn't even dunking the ball. He, he missed he missed some dunks. And I was like, is this really Russell Westbrook? We really just traded for a guy that's washed up. And and a lot of people were doubting him. The Wizards, we always get guys that are at the end of, you know, Michael Jordan in the Wizards jersey. We always get the tail end of stars, you know, at the end of their Paul Pierce. So we always get guys like that. And I was like, okay, here goes another guy like that. But Russ really, he – I'm not going to say he surprised me, but that second half after the all-star break, um, he, he got a haircut. I don't know if that helped him transition back to what he was, but you know, he looked more He's athletic. He's a very regimented man. At, I, yeah. I don't know if you, if you notice that about him, but he is OCD to the nth degree. So if he felt his hair was off for like three months, that really <laughs> could be the difference for someone like him. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a, he's a fashionable guy. I mean, he's known for his, his crazy, you know, before the games, you guys are definitely going to see NBA TNT. You're going to see the, the dressing of Russell Westbrook or whatever. So, um, but the, the, the first half was brutal. Second half, he was on a tear. He, he looked like the Russell Westbrook from, from Oklahoma City. It really just it, it emphasizes how much, and this is part of the concern, I guess, with Russ, is that so much of his effectiveness is based on athleticism, is based on burst and, and all that stuff, and that's based on health. And Nobody. I mean, this is what I. This is what as a as a fan of you know you just you love about Westbrook and how much why he's so much fun to watch is nobody plays harder, nobody plays faster, right. nobody does. I mean, than and and than he does. But when he's on your team, the you know the, the it's 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 easy to see how this could go wrong just from a health standpoint because if he can't do those things. It's not like he can he can supplement it with a great jumper or you know something like that. It's like the minute that goes away, he's not Russell Westbrook anymore. Right, that's very true. Uh, that's the concern because when you get to the playoffs, um, you can see some of those flaws in his game where he's not you know he's not much of a three point shooter. Teams will teams will sag off. They will like Rajon Rondo. Teams will they won't go past the free throw line on Russell Westbrook, and that does hurt you with spacing. I mean. Him and LeBron, I think they they I think they should work, but th those are the concerns with him. He's he's a great player, but there are some improvement areas in his game that you want to see him be better at. But I mean, he's he's Russell Westbrook, so he's going to be what he is. Um, if he can develop a three pointer, I mean, that would be incredible to see from Russell. Westbrook. I mean, if it was going to happen, it was it would have happened. By yeah, now. you know, it's funny Ed because right. I, I, as far as that three point shot, I mean, never say never. Jason Kidd went from you know yeah. Asen to the guy that was taking corner threes, but saying never. Going I'm willing to say like never, like I'll leave the R <laughs> like for like a little bit of wiggle room. But at this point, never say never. But what mm -hmm. I do think would be interesting with Russ, though, in terms of like possibilities with being off ball is the idea of him cutting more. Because I, yeah. I feel like if Russ wanted to, he could be a devastating off ball player because him in constant motion could absolutely scramble defenses, particularly if you've got a guy like. Anthony Day, I mean, a guy like LeBron, but also, I guess, to a lesser degree, AD, mm -hmm. even like Marc Gasol, guys who can find people. Did, did you see any of that with Russ? Like, you know, any type of like off ball account? You're shaking your head. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, not with the Wizards. And we, we just didn't have a lot of good ball handlers. Our roster was not – it was a bottom-tier roster, to be honest with you. We had, you know, Raul Neto was starting. Alex Lynn was starting. Guys that you probably never heard of. And no, no, that's why we're not impressed. We know, yeah, him. yeah. Robin Lopez was getting huge minutes, you know, no disrespect to those guys, but we didn't even have guys like, like a LeBron. Well, of course, we're not gonna have guys, guys like a LeBron, but we didn't have other guys that could really handle the rock and create for themselves and pass the ball to Russ. So, it Russ had the ball 99% of the time, it was either him or Bradley Bill, and that's it. Do you think it's there? Do you think it's it's it just it hasn't been needed? It just has there hasn't been the motivation because Andy's right. I agree with him. Like the the concept of Russ moving away from the ball and creating um, issues for opposing defenses that way who have to keep their eyes on him while watching LeBron James is awesome. But it's you know he's thirty two years old. I think at this point it's not happened yet. Yeah, I think. I want to. I'll be optimistic and think it's possible. I mean, you saw with the Rockets where James Harden was the ball dominant. Uh, uh, he was playing point guard at times, and he was throwing lobs to Russ. I think it's possible they traded away Clint Capella just so Russ could be basically be uh, almost their five man, where he was at running at the rim and catching lobs. Um, so it, I think it's possible. There were some games where Russ his form looked better towards the end of the season, where he was hitting. He was a lot better from the free throw line. And he did hit at least about two, one or two threes a game. So I, I think it's, I think it's possible. But I, I like what you guys did with the other pieces. I think your free agency uh, signings. You guys signed a lot of shooters. Where if Russ is unable to do it, then you could just um, use the other guys. Like uh, Monk. Monk is a good shooter. I thought that was an incredible signing by you. All the shooters you guys signed. I, I like all the sign. I, I like the signings that you guys made. So it can, it can compensate for if Russ is unable to do those things that we talked about. A um, couple more things we want to we want to talk to you about um, in terms of the way that Russ fits and the, just sort of the experience of, of Westbrook and what that is, what Lakers fans might want to keep an eye out for. We'll do that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models out there, it is impossible to stock all the parts you would need in a traditional chain storefront. And why would you spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new dealership anyway when you can get it for far less at rockauto.com? For example, Honda Odyssey fuel pump, 353 bucks from a chain store. I don't even know what a fuel pump is, but Pumps I know fuel. that is that is way too expensive. You know how I know? Ed, you know how I know? Because 216 bucks from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, they are a family business. They have been serving auto park customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, for your truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Russ is, uh, I'd say to put it charitably, not known for his defense. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you see from him last season? Um, in, in the, I want to get into some specifics, but overall first, what, what, did, what did you see from him defensively? Uh, he had his moments. He had his spurts because he, he has the athletic tools and he's, he's so athletically gifted that you know he can move his feet and get down the stance and block shots from behind. Um, there were some games where, a little bit like Ben Simmons would have, you know, like on a backdoor cut, and you know, somebody would be wide open for a three, and Russ is kind of like 
in the paint for some reason. So communication, <laughs> our defense was just terrible this whole – I mean, the Wizards' defense has been bad anyway. I was going to say, the Wizards as a team were atrocious defensively, yeah. like unspeakably bad on that mm-hmm. side of the ball. And that yeah, makes we a difference. Were, you know, if you're not a if you're not a plus defender and Russ isn't mm-hmm. that guy, when you're surrounded by other d- terrible defense, it's not going to bring out your best. That is true. Yeah, we were we were dead last in points allowed. We gave up 118 points per game. We scored a lot of points. Um, mm-hmm. so it was a track meet. It was like an ABA Harlem Globetrotters games with us, you know, 130, 140, 120 points uh, a game. But um, yeah, he he has to lock in and get. Focus. I know you guys were ranked highly in almost every statistical category defensively last year, so that should be able to rub off on him. Um, but yeah, getting getting in the pass lanes and getting those steals for fast breaks, he's really good at that. So he can get his, so he can get the highlight dunks and whatnot. So he's really skilled at doing that. Um, but I just think he has to mentally lock in the whole game. Like Tyrese Maxey from the Sixers, he went crazy and had twenty points off the bench, a rookie in a playoff game being guarded by Russ and our other point guards, that's inexcusable. Um, so there, he just has to focus. Can he focus the full season on defense? You know, we'll see. He's, he's good at the highlight steals and blocks, but the actual defensive metrics of stopping somebody, yes, I think he didn't do that consistently for the Washington Wizards. How much do you think just the, the structure? I mean, there are two things I think that, that I guess can motivate Russ, not just mm-hmm. defensively, but with all of it, you know. Um, I don't think motivation is going to turn him into a three-point shooter, but it could get him to, you know, be, oh, you don't think I move off the ball? You don't think I can do anything without the ball in my hands? I'll show you. Um, and certainly Russ, um, while, you know, it's not somebody who likes to pick fights with fans like on Twitter or social media, but like he's he's a guy who I think has a lot of pride in, in his game. Um, how much do you think just having that structure around will make a difference and being motivated to show people that he can do these things will be and, and guys like LeBron and Anthony yeah. Davis holding him right. accountable. kind of kicking him in the ass. Yeah. I think it should help a lot. Um, the, the structure with the wizards was the complete opposite of the Lakers right now. Defensively, we didn't have a lot of guys that could defend at all. And, and Scotty, Scotty Brooks is not much of a defensive minded coach and him and Scott, you know, they, they love each other. So Scott's not always going to hold, Russ accountable. So, um, and there's other players on this, on the, on this roster that, you know, like LeBron and AD, like you said, who are both, uh, kind of in that alpha dog category. Didn't have that much with the wizards. Bradley Bill's trying to get to that stage. We'll see. Um, but there's other guys that I think can hold Russ accountable too. And I, I think Russ will focus more defensively on the, on the defensive end. And, um, he won't have to, he won't have to, put too much effort offensively like he did with the Wizards, but he's, he's a hundred mile an hour kind of guy. That's just what he is. He's a hundred mile, 110 mile an hour guy. And there's some defensive metrics that do show that, that Russ played pretty well. I can't remember. I, I, I was going to say there's like, some yeah. point of attack stuff where it's, yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah. Point of attack. Really, yeah, his, it stuff. seems like his off, you know, like his off ball defense is the same yeah. as his off ball offense. When he doesn't, isn't mm-hmm. near the ball, he's not doing anything. <laughs> Uh, but that that's stuff that I I feel like the Lakers coaching staff from, from the eyeball test, Ed. Mm-hmm. As far as that um, on ball point of uh, point of attack de- defense, what what did you see from him? Did did you actually see like uh, parts during the season where he did look pretty good? Yeah, 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 definitely. There was some the pace. Every time he played the Pacers, if you want to watch those those highlights or those games, those are the games where he locked in on both ends of the floor 
for some reason, he loves playing against the Indiana Pacers. He loved it. Um, I got to look were, at that roster and see if there's somebody that he's had to work with. Because like they, that, that might they, be the explanation. <laughs> they did have a guy – well, Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert is really good. He's a good scorer. Um, their point guards weren't that great. They got Malcolm Brogdon. He's solid. He's pretty good, too. Malcolm, he, they're not all-stars, but LeVert and Brogdon are, are – I would say they're top 50 players in the NBA. I, I think that's pretty yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those games he he definitely locked in and went crazy. Those games, we the playing game, he went bonkers. Um, all those Pacers games once again. There were some games where Bradley Bill didn't play, and Russ had to carry the load. And he had a game-winning block against Levert in overtime. Um, I think that's something that all Lakers fans should watch, and that should get them motivated. It was a block on a three-pointer, not not just a layup, but it was a three-pointer, and Russ just ran out there and blocked to to save the game. So. That, that speaks volumes on it. Like when I when he does lock in defensively, he can definitely do it. My my last thing for you, Ed, is just you know the the Lakers talked a lot in in the championship year about kind of the the edge and the swagger that um, Rajon Rondo brought to them. And I mean, Russ is as I don't know swag a guy as you're going to find in the NBA. No, you know he is. That you know that ball of energy, he is just kind of a motivating factor in and of itself. Keeping in mind that he's got two other guys there, you know that that are a big deal, and this is ultimately always going to be LeBron's team. What do you think the effect of having Westbrook's energy around this group could be? Just the 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 Russell Westbrook thing that he can provide, not just on the court but off. It's going to be great. I mean, he's a leader on and off court. He he was he was earlier just leaving late. Uh, he showed guys how to work. He's working on it. He works on a shot. He gets shots up uh, before and after the game. I mean his his work ethic is unmatched. I mean that's one thing that we can all agree on. Russell his work ethic, his tenacity, energy. Uh, it's contagious. I mean even even before the games, he's you know hyping up his. You know he used to dance all the time before the games. He's hyping up teammates and. Uh, I mean, he's he's great. He's he's the definition of a leader. I think he's a great leader. He'll yell at he'll yell at his teammates. He was yelling at Rui Hachimura, yelling at Bradley Bill. He doesn't care who to yell at you if you're not doing something that he doesn't like, or if you miss a layup, assist, and mess up his triple double. He'll yell at you for that. Uh, he'll yell at you for everything. I mean, he's he's like he he's one of the he's the last of. The, I always said this every time when I talk about the Wizards on my YouTube or on Locked On Wizards. He's the last of a dying breed. There's not a lot of those guys from that 90s you know everybody's buddy buddy now and swapping i mean he swapped jerseys too but everybody you know that's that's something that michael jordan wouldn't i don't see him swapping a jersey with isaiah thomas and guys like that like well, Russ, certainly not isaiah he might swap well, jerseys but it, it's not happening with that dude mm. yeah it is russ is you one know, of those MJ, MJ played golf with you know opponents of his during the playoffs like that's know, true we don't have to go too far with the mythology, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. There's no way in hell he's doing that with Isaiah. <laughs> but yeah, but you get where I'm going. Russ is just, yeah. he's a guy that does not like his opponent. He's not going to be buddy-buddy with his opponents like guys are today. Guys are buddy-buddy all the time. Um, but yeah, Russ's energy is going to, especially for the younger guys, you don't have a lot of young guys on the roster. That's about all three but, of them? <laughs> yeah, about all three of them. THT and... and THT, Monk, Kendrick Monk, Nunn. That's Kendrick Nunn, it. yeah. All those guys are definitely going to learn from him. And, and you know, his, his best friends are on the team, Carmelo and LeBron. But his energy is unmatched. It really is. I've, I haven't seen a player like him probably since the 90s, since that era. Is 
going to be endlessly, endlessly fascinating. Um, and I am excited about it from a basketball standpoint, from a fan standpoint of the NBA. Like this is going to be a great and interesting season. The Lakers did us all a favor by making this trade. Um, and uh, Ed Oliver, thank you so much for coming on to talk about it. Host of Locked on Wizards. Go over to YouTube. Check out all of the stuff. Just search for Ed Oliver Wizards or Ed Oliver Football uh, Football Team because, you know, they don't have a name right now. Uh, and uh, you get all that stuff. Thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. This week is always tons of sports action on the go. Get all the news, odds, info on your sporting needs, including MLB, UFC, MMA before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop, your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. So head over to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So um, thanks again to uh, Ed Oliver for joining the show. That was, it was interesting. It's interesting to talk to people who, I mean, I, I obviously have watched Russell Westbrook play a lot over the course of his career, but I've never watched him for 82 games, like every single night, you know, sort of the Westbrook thing. And, I every time we do one of these have one of these conversations, we talk about it, we talk about it with ourselves, like whatever it is, I get more excited at just what's coming because I I can see like I, I'll put it this way, Andy. Like there's a part of me that really believes that again, you can't, you know, make Russell Westbrook a good shooter. He's not gonna be like, oh, I'll I'll you know, I'll 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 show you and suddenly become a 42%. I'm sure he's shooter. been in the gym working on this stuff before. Right. That's not going to happen. But what is capable of like the ball movement stuff is the being useful away from it when he doesn't have in his hands, the defense beyond the point of attack. Like, I think a lot of that can be, you know, based uh, uh, to some degree on, um, you know, people saying he can't do it. And Russ, as much as he, you know, says, I don't care about what other people think. And I genuinely believe him. There, all these guys want you know relish proving people wrong and i think he understood that when he you know engineered the trade to get here in the first place well there's also two i mean whether the outside world convinces russ that he needs to do this stuff in order to prove them wrong could also be just a matter of frank vogel and lebron and other guys on the team whose voices matter just saying like look we need this and we know this has not been asked of you in the past whatever this is what we need and, you know, the three of us talked about the different ways that we are going to sacrifice, we're going to supplement our game, we're going to make those type of adjustments. This is the thing we need from you, because th this doesn't seem like something Russ couldn't figure out if he doesn't want to. I mean, Russ is a smart player. Well, the, you know, the ball movements, the off, like moving off ball is muscle just a, memory. It's, it's habit. Right. It's, like, it's a it's, commitment. Right. And, and it's just, you know, I heard Zach Lowe talking about it in the same way. It's like, this is... Off-ball Russ has been something that people have been kind of waiting for right. for a decade, and it just but but this could has, be though. It's also, he's also a guy who has the ball in his hands ninety percent of the time. This also though, what I what where I think if it's going to happen, it could happen here, despite it being so late in his basketball life when his habits are you know so ingrained. This is the first situation he's ever been in where other people more accomplished than him could say, no, really, you need to do this. And, you know, is, is he really going to tell LeBron no? 
You know what I mean? Or is he really right. going? Is he really? It's one thing to blow off KD. If this is, let's just say this is something that Kevin Durant wanted from him in OKC that never happened. I have no idea if it is or isn't, but let's just say for the sake of argument that it is. It's one thing to blow off KD when he is, even if you think Kevin Durant is a better player than Russ overall, they were still peers in terms of overall accomplishment. Yes. yes. It's James Harden may have been an MVP, but so was Russ. And Harden hadn't accomplished certain things that Westbrook hadn't. Like in terms of overall accomplishment, they were at the same level. Certainly the same thing could be said with Bradley Beal. This is the first time where Russell Westbrook can look at a teammate who has definitively done more than him, definitively has more stature in LeBron. Even if you don't think it's there with Anthony Davis, it's absolutely yeah, there it's with not. LeBron. I would say it's not there with AD in terms of the sort of the gravitas. Russ has a certain stature with among other players. Yeah, but he's he hasn't won a title. Yeah, you know, AD is title, and I yeah. think AD is generally considered the better player. I mean, I yeah. don't think there's any question about Certainly that at this and, stage. So I mean, right to if your, it's, and, and I'm sorry, go ahead, finish up. I was just going to say, if there's a scenario where this could potentially get unlocked, or if nothing else, Russell Westbrook becomes more mindful of doing it, more committed towards doing it. It's this scenario. Otherwise, it just it ain't happening. Period. It's just not going to. And, and I think, too, like it's also the first situation where there isn't going to be a yeah, but. I mean, I, there's so many. Russ is the fourth team in four years now, right? I mean, we're, you know, so when you go back through his career, maybe this has come up in other spots, but context matters. If, if, if it doesn't work and it's because Westbrook, won't perform without the ball in his hands. He won't do the other stuff. He can't, you know, again, you, you're not, you can't wish him into being a better three point shooter. I don't think, and none of that, I, I'm not talking anything about well, shooting, but other than my theory, about, Brian, but how, right No, I understand that it, when you, when you're terrible and you get traded, the Lakers, you suddenly become good. And I think that that is good. right. Because the, all the good shooters have been terrible with the Lakers, right? But the volume is something that you can talk about. Like, okay, is he taking a ton of shots that, you know, ought to go to other people? Is he, has he modified his game in terms of the volume of it? Uh, the volume of threes, the volume of, of, of shots generally and all that, if he doesn't do those things, it's not going to be, yeah, but you know, you got to work with me. You know, Bradley Beals does this and like, look at all, it's going to be, okay, Russ can't do it. And it's going to be Russ didn't, you know, Russ forced his way out of Washington and w was unwilling to do the things that were required to go, you know, win a title with the Lakers. And he doesn't want to hear that. And I, I, these guys are enormously prideful enormously and rightfully so if you were as good and um as accomplished as russell westbrook is at what you do for a living and by the way you're not um i am you're not <laughs> um, I, I i'm i'm the, the lebron in this in this equation mm -hmm. um yeah i i totally get why these guys have that that attitude I just I, that's it's 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 funny like the it's the mental stuff. I am not worried about the mental stuff. Everything is basketball related in terms of like I'm not worried about egos. I'm not worried about that stuff. I'm worried about like the mechanics of like what you do in the playoffs when team wall teams wall off Russ or force the ball into his hands and out of LeBron's. Like what do what do they do at that point? Like. It's it's all basketball stuff, which I think is the best possible scenario, I guess. Well, or maybe, is that worse? I don't know. Well, well, I mean, it depends on what the basketball stuff turns into. Like I mean, if the it, basketball it actually, stuff was a perfect fit, and the and you were just worried about egos, would that be better than not really worrying about egos and worrying 
yeah, more about actually, basketball? Yeah, actually, I do Yeah, think, I think you're probably right now that yes, I think about it. Be, I mean, you know, the, the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq, managed to win three straight championships because the basketball was perfect, even though the two of them hated each other. So, yeah, I would say... Yeah, I've, I've, I've come around. I've come yeah. full circle on that. <laughs> You've given this five seconds of thought. I've now, having spoken through it, I've really... I've really changed my opinion. Yeah, it would be much better if the basketball was perfect and the egos was a thing. Because um, yeah. sometimes talent's enough to paper over everything. What? But speaking though of of stuff that doesn't have to do with basketball, that I wouldn't say I'm worried about, but I'm actually just really fascinated to see how it evolves. Is Russ's effect on the culture of this team? Because he's yeah. known as a big time culture setter. Like he's one of those guys that's known as like. If the if the call time is eight a.m., he's going to be there at five. Like he, I mean, and he's no, right. Incredibly OCD. Like you know, God help you if you park in that man's you're not spot. parking Russell Westbrook's like, spot. I mean, Don't like that. There, there, he is as regimented and you know requires that of other people, and often brings that to different organizations, even when he's the visitor. But again, like we talked about before, he has never arrived anywhere with this type of culture, but also another culture setter like LeBron. I just, so what I, does that? I look think like? that's going to be. I think that's going to be great. I, I love actually that the Lakers have that element. I think LeBron is going to appreciate having that element of a different. It's a different voice. It's a different way of doing it. It's a different style. And Russ is going to have an impact that that LeBron. I think the the biggest beneficiary of this is AD, who can just go play. Yeah. And like and like and he'll have both a guy he'll have now Russ who will be kicking his ass every night to like go you know play at your level and play hard and play fast and play decisively and do those things play with the energy but he won't have as much responsibility for doing anything but leading by example with the rest of the team and I I, I love AD as a player and I think he's growing into the the leadership role that the Lakers will eventually need him to play when some of these guys aren't here anymore but for this year. I, I think he's going to benefit enormously. The the mechanics and the chemistry and all that, I think you're going to be great. I love all that. It's just the basketball. Um, but anyway, so uh, Russell Westbrook introduced uh, Tuesday afternoon to the uh, Lakers universe uh, introductory press conference. We'll have all the news from that. We've still got the mailbag. Um, we're going to start uh, talking to other people about some of the other guys the Lakers have brought in. I am fascinated by Malik Monk and how this could work here. So we're going to get some people on talking about that. Um, so much more to to cover as um, you know the Lakers finish with this stuff, finish filling out the roster and all these other good things. Uh, thanks again to Oliver. Make sure you uh, listen to Locked On Wizards. Follow him on YouTube, and we will see everybody next time.